Assalamu alaikum and welcome to Single Muslim Female Seeks, the only place you need to come to for the answers to all your marriage search struggles and halal dating dilemmas, so that you can meet and marry the right man in the right way at the right time. I'm your host, Sarai Subhani Chauhan, singles coach for professional Muslim women worldwide and founder of Single Muslim Solutions. Let's get started on today's episode. Six tips to help you enjoy the marriage search instead of dreading it. In today's episode, I'm going to give you six tips that are going to help you actually begin to enjoy the marriage search in a way that leaves you feeling optimistic and energized instead of fearful and exhausted. Sister, are you exhausted from your marriage search? All that time and energy and effort spent doing things like meeting guys, going online, going to marriage events, texting, calling, meeting up for dinner, making small talk, waiting to see if things develop, then going through all that heartache every time things don't work out and starting all over again. Trust me, sister, I absolutely know that feeling. Sometimes the marriage search can just feel like a second job, right? It's like going to work Monday to Friday, but then getting home in the evenings and working on your second job and at the weekends as well. Sometimes when it gets to Friday evening, all you want to do is just curl up in your pyjamas, order a takeaway and just binge watch something on Netflix. But you feel obliged to keep getting out there and keep putting yourself out there because you just never know when you might meet the right guy, right? And sometimes it's really hard to enjoy the journey when going on a date or going to a marriage event just feels so exhausting, both physically and mentally. Even something as simple as talking to a guy on the phone. If you don't know him very well, that first phone call can be quite draining. I remember really clearly feeling so uneasy if ever I took a weekend out of my search to just stay at home or relax or just do something for myself. Like, I was okay to do it, but at the back of my mind, I was always wondering, what if the right man is out there right now meeting somebody else instead of me? And it would be my fault because I didn't go out this weekend or I didn't go to that marriage event this weekend. I mean, be honest, sister, have you ever dragged yourself out on a date where you really didn't feel like it. Even though the guy was really nice and very promising, you yourself just weren't in the right frame of mind for it, but you went anyway, right? So here's the thing. In order to have success in your marriage journey, you need to be able to actually enjoy it. If you're feeling really tired and overwhelmed with life and just generally uncertain when you put yourself out there, you're not going to really be able to make that great connection that you really desire. So I'm going to give you now six tips or six mindset shifts to help you manage the overwhelm so you stop feeling so exhausted and you actually start enjoying the process. If you can adopt these six mindset shifts, it's going to really help you move towards making the marriage search a positive experience, no matter what your past experiences have been. So let's get started. Number one, I want you to make sure that you have a marriage search stroke life balance. The same way we have a work life balance, right? We have a cutoff point for work because we've got to maintain a work life balance. We have to have a point where work ends and life begins because there's more to life than work. And the same way, sister, there's much more to life than your marriage search. You are so much more than your marriage search or being single. You have an amazing life already and you need to make sure you know where to cut off the marriage search and focus more on yourself and just your general life. So think about 
when exactly do you go online, for example, on your matrimonial website to check your messages or to check activity? Is this something you're doing constantly throughout the day? Same with phone calls and messages. Are you constantly sort of, your mind is constantly on your phone or on your laptop thinking about what activity has been happening? If so, then I suggest you have specific times in the day for this activity. So for example, morning, lunchtime, and before bed. Those are the times where you have phone calls, you reply to messages, you go online, you check your messages, rather than having it constantly going on throughout the day, because that's going to get very overwhelming, especially if you are looking at your phone and you haven't got a text, or you're um, going online and you haven't yet um, had contact from that guy you were interested in. So that's why it's really important to have set times of the day where you might be logging in or doing marriage-related things. And definitely respect your bedtime as well. I'm going to talk more about this in a future episode. Number two, choose date days. Think about what are good days and times for you to meet guys. So for example, if you know that on a Friday after work, you are going to be absolutely exhausted and you won't be at your best, then that's probably not a good time to meet somebody, no matter how convenient it might be, even if you both work in the same area. If you know you're going to be feeling tired and exhausted, that might not be a good day. Maybe Sunday mornings are better for you, maybe another day in the week. Now, of course, you've got to maintain flexibility here and you've got to work with the guy. Obviously, it can't just all be on your terms. So for example, if a guy is flying in just to see you, then obviously you um, be flexible with that. But it's just about being aware of which days and times you know you're at your best. And also looking forward, if you see, for example, next Monday, you have a huge meeting or an important presentation, you probably wouldn't want to be meeting anyone on that Sunday before. So just choosing your date days and thinking about how you're feeling physically, mentally, emotionally. Number three, Now, I talked about this a little bit in episode two, but it's about seeing the guy you're meeting as a friend first before anything else. Now, as we all know, when you say you're looking for a spouse, you're also looking for your best friend and your companion, right? So if you start seeing the guys as friends first before anything, it just removes the pressure a little bit to kind of make it work straight away or to straight away wonder, does he like me? Is this going to work? Just focus on getting to know the guy in front of you. And like I said, in episode two, I gave you some really good questions to ask on a date. So start getting into the habit of seeing these men as friends first, maybe on your first date or so, rather than trying to kind of propel it forward into date territory or romance territory. Just go as friends. It just takes so much pressure off you and off him as well. Number four, from now on when you go to your dates, try to see every guy in front of you as flawed and vulnerable. That doesn't mean just go out there and start looking for all his flaws. I just want you to kind of bear in mind and understand that when you're on a date, he is just as nervous and self-conscious as you are right now. He's got flaws that he's self-conscious about, the same as you have. And if you can start to think in that way, again, it's going to just remove some of the pressure from you to kind of to impress or to um, decide whether or not right now he is the right guy for you. Number five, remove the deadline from your mind. Now, I talked about this in episode three when we did some um, tasks on how to gain perspective on your marriage search. But if again, if you're if you remove the deadline from your mind, it will remove the pressure to make any decisions as soon as possible. And it will give you instead time to relax and get to know each other properly instead of going on a date and treating it as a yes-no situation. Very often when we go on these dates, we're giving ourselves 
um, whether we realise or not, deadlines. For example, if you have a birthday coming up next month, you might be thinking, right, this one has to work. Or, I don't know, it's coming to the end of the year. Or you've just been a bit fed up and you're like, you know what, it has to work if I'm not married by summer or by winter, whatever. Remove any deadlines and just relax and get to know the person in front of you properly. Take away the need, sort of in the first couple of dates especially, to want to make a yes-no decision straight away. Number six is to let go of your checklist. Now, I know this is easier said than done, and I am going to be doing a future episode on this, but instead of stressing out that he only has three or four things on your checklist that you want, instead, just focus on, on who he is rather than who he's not or who you expect or need him to be. Again, if you could just focus on the person in front of you as a person, a complete person, a flawed person, it's going to remove the anxiety for you to make a judgment straight away as well. So do let go of that checklist, at least in your mind a little bit when you get to know somebody. Remember, sister, you're choosing a spouse here, a life companion and a best friend. You owe it to yourself to enjoy the ride and to feel good about the process. Now, as always, if you're currently feeling a bit overwhelmed and exhausted by the pressure of trying to get married, then do make sure you check out the Diamond Principle online coaching program, where we're going to work together to get you feeling positive, optimistic and in control of your search again. You can find the link to this in the show notes. And again, as always, do get in touch with me if you have a question. If you have a suggestion for a future episode, I'd love to hear from you. My email address is Soraya at singlemuslimmarsolutions.com. Until next time, sister. Assalamualaikum. Mm-hmm.